It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Drunk yeah, it's school and everything. Going Anyways, computer lab. <laughs> let's get into this episode. Hey, yeah. everybody. Welcome to the Odd Drunk Pod. Hey. With um, <laughs> Nos. No, we're not going to do a reverse thing. Maybe later. With Jackson not, and Colton. Not me. Locke. And, and Colton, Nosk he's Sh- over there. Nascaj, um, n- Nascaj, and uh, Notlock, Notlock, and Nascaj. <laughs> <laughs> but um, th- those are our anti versions. Like you know how there's Nega ne- Scott. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's red eyes. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> we are here. Um. And we are recording remotely. You can probably tell already if you're audiophile at least. But yeah, we're recording uh, remotely because your buddy old pal here uh, had the flu. It sucked. Oh, yeah. I got through it. I'm on the mend, but um, had the flu. And it's funny. I, I went back to work today and I was wearing a mask and I had people looking at me and asking like, oh, do you have are you worried about COVID? I'm like, no, I had the flu. And I, do you want the flu? No. Yeah, do, do you want I, this? I, and not to discredit how dangerous COVID can be. I was telling uh, Colton earlier, but the flu for me is way worse. The body aches and everything. I did not have body aches like that when I had COVID. Yeah. I know you can and has way. I had well, the, first, the first time I had COVID was like that. It was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. For me, when I had it, I had minor body aches the first day, but it wasn't like the flu. I mostly was like super dizzy and just out of breath and just I just felt weak, but I didn't have like body aches. It was interesting. Oh, yeah. No, first time I, I had COVID, I had like the aches and the 103 degree fever. Ooh. Like really bad. And see, I'm weird. So when I went to the urgent care, I knew I ran fever the night before, and we're going to talk about our topic in a second. Don't worry about it. You read the title. <laughs> <laughs> but I I knew I ran fever the night before, even though I didn't have a thermometer, but I broke fever, and uh, which is a good thing, but um, or at least I think it is. And And then I went to the urgent care. I didn't have fever, but the doctor was like, yeah, you probably got the flu. It's like everywhere right now. And then, lo and behold, the results said I had the flu. Luckily, I was negative on COVID. I mean, I don't think you can have two at once, two different viruses. That'd be be awful if that 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 ever happened. Yeah. (laughs) Or would the viruses compete? I I have no idea. They they would probably fight each other. That wouldn't be good for you, though. It'd be like a cool uh, MMA fight, though. It would be COVID versus the flu. Like if this was osmosis, like Jones, you've taught me the old ways. Was, yeah. Be osmosis Jones. And in, in that, if like yeah. COVID and the flu got the, the same body. Yeah. There'd be yeah. an anime fight scene. Yeah. 
But anyways, before we accidentally spread misinformation about viruses, <laughs> although viruses are weird. If you've ever studied biology, and I actually had – I took a biology course to get some credits to graduate in college, mm-hmm. which is the first time I've taken biology since high school. It was actually really stupid easy because it was intro biology. Yeah. So it was literally just testing us on just terms like, oh, what's a species? What's a, a, a genus and all this? And it, um, what, What's an animal? What's an animal? Look at this thing. Is this an animal? What is the powerhouse but, um, of the cell? But if you've ever like looked into biology, especially like microbiology and all that, when you look, you know, viruses act like they're alive, but they're not alive. They don't have like the fundamental, they don't have DNA. They don't have, it's really weird. Viruses are incredibly weird in that way. And that's why there's no, like when you get the flu, they're like, yeah, just drink fluids, rest, take some cold medicine. But there's not like a prescription for the flu. Yeah. It's, like if you have yeah. a bacterial infection, you get yeah. If you have to, you get antibiotic, and then that fights the bacteria. But with a virus, it's just like yeah, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, that's the sucky thing about getting the flu or any kind of virus. Because yeah, birds get the flu. The kind mm-hmm. of flu I had, influenza A. Mm-hmm. Ducks and geese get it, and they spread it. And man, imagine being Fucking a duck geese. and you. Imagine being a goose. And you're doing whatever a goose does, you know, being a dick. <laughs> and then you get the flu and you're like, oh, this sucks. Oh, that sucks. Like um, next time, anyways. next time a goose uh, gets, you know, tries to attack you, just be like, don't I'm worry. It's, the socially it's just, distant. It's just grumpy because it has the flu. Maybe, possibly, but it could also give you the flu. So tell it the fuck. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Fuck off, goose. So. Hey, social distance, you dumb goose. Anyways, <laughs> enough about that. Um, tonight, we are here to talk about holiday. Well, before I say it, people wear ugly Christmas sweaters. I almost wore mine. I have a Ninja Turtles one. I'll nice. save it. I'm, I'm too hot uh, today. <laughs> but but um, it's a sick sweater, though. Nice. I think Maybe I'll show you later. Yeah. But. You know, ugly Christmas sweaters, hanging up stockings, the Christmas tree itself. Everything about Christmas is based in some kind of tradition. Um, yeah, we're talking about holiday traditions uh, for t- this episode because we're continuing our Christmas episodes and holiday episodes for the, tis the season, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah. Um, <laughs> but um, before we get into it, just a disclaimer. Well, not really. I mean, we're not going to be talking, at least on my side, I'm not going to be talking about any cultural yeah. traditions. We don't want to accidentally wanna, step on anyone's. Even um, if, yeah, I don't want to step on anything. Voice. Yeah. And I don't want to accidentally, you know, make a mockery of something that's really close to someone. Yeah. Um, so so we're, we're going to be talking about our personal traditions and also just kind of weird i found silly things yeah i found because everyone has their little weird traditions every unique to every family family something yeah every family has a weird thing so that's what we're focusing on because you know if we were going to talk about just 
your standard holiday traditions across cultures and countries and all that, we would have to, it would have to be a very serious, rather kind of boring episode. It wouldn't be in our style. Yeah. To be respectful. (laughs) No, I mean, not that it would be hard to be respectful, but I don't think it would be that fun to just be like naming things. Um, so yeah, we're going to stay away from that. Cause yeah, I don't want to offend anybody in that way. However, if we offend somebody that does these weird things, it, in fact, the people that actually posted these things like nine years ago, I found a Reddit uh, thread. Um, you posted it, you shared it. That's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we're going to talk about our own traditions here and Yeah, and I was really disgusted. So I was doing some research for this, and I looked up just weird holiday traditions on YouTube. And the first thing that pulled up, um, it was like America versus Austria, like traditions. And like I didn't watch the video, and then I looked in the the top comment. This guy was like, "It's really insensitive to say a whole culture's traditions is weird." And I'm like, "Yeah, "Yeah, it is." Yeah. Um, And yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, we're going to have fun here. We're going to have fun with it. And um, don't worry. Um, before I get started, though, I got to ask Colton a big question. Uh, yeah. I've been begging. I've been <laughs> I've been uh, in anticipation over this question. I, I can't. I, I, I've been thinking about all day. What are you drinking, sir? I'm drinking gin. Our madam, gin. What kind of gin? Is it the one we had last? Yeah, Breckenridge week? from Breckenridge. Was that last week? Uh, distillery. That was last week. Uh, I'm broke until same later this week when I Christmas get my paycheck. Present. So, um, yeah, I mean, and for if I run out of that, I have absinthe. There you go. There we go. Um, and so everyone listening, and here's some advice um, since I had the flu and I'm still kind of dealing with it, still in my system, actually. Uh, I'm on like day five, so I should be good tomorrow, I guess. But I am not drinking any alcohol, I promise, um, because that would be really dumb. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, I have done that before. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. But that's really dumb because that lowers your immune system, your body's ability to fight the virus or whatever you have. And it can be really toxic and bad if you combine it with medicine. So yeah, <laughs> I yeah. am just enjoying a coffee, a cup of Joe, and this could be a hint to something we do in the future. Something we've been talking about. Um, perhaps like a morning show, a little extra podcast for yeah. Patreon. We're workshopping. And since this is the uh, first coffee to be had without any uh, alcohol on this show, I know you've had coffee of peppermint snobs before. Yeah, I've drank coffee on the show before, but not. This it wasn't wasn't the first... only thing I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, this is your first box. Well, it's not box standard. In fact, I'm gonna give a little shout out. So I recently tried out Oakland Coffee Company. Oh yeah, and um. It's actually owned by Green Day. The members of Green Day started it. Oh. Billy Joe, Trey Cool, Mike Durant. 
I saw their ad for it on Facebook one time, and I was like, that actually sounds good. And I'm supposed to be getting a free Green Day gift or a single or something, nice, uh, which is cool. <laughs> and I am drinking – this one is their Dark Roast, Father of All Dark Roast, which is a play on their album, Father of All Mother f- – Yeah. Lukers, <laughs> but – um which is an album I don't like. <laughs> However, the coffee is really good. Nice. And they, their mission is to help because, you know, K pods are a big thing now. And that's what I use. And they sadly are horrible for pollution. Those little plastic K cups. Yeah, yeah. Pile up in landfills. So yeah. they've, I would show you, but they've made, and there's other coffee companies that are starting to do this, like uh, this Hawaiian coffee uh, company I drink from a lot. They do it, but it's compostable. Oh, nice. Uh, cups. It's like no plastic. I mean, you still have to take it to a compost, but still it's better uh, than nothing. And um, it is a good coffee. I would recommend it. I also have their medium roast, which I haven't opened yet. Nice. Yeah, and isn't it a misconception that dark roast is more caffeinated? Yeah, from what I understand, isn't it actually the other way around. The other way around, yeah. Um, so light roast would give you more caffeine. Yeah, although I'm sure in most cases it's not enough of a difference. Negligible. Yeah, to really yeah. make it to matter. No, but I mean, uh, it's uh. I mean, I, I, it's a good coffee. I, I don't know much about. <laughs> it's earthy. Yeah. It, it I, tastes like just a good, it just tastes like a good quality coffee. I mean, I, I appreciate anyways, a good cup of coffee. I like coffee. If we do that morning show idea, we'll have to, well, at least I'll have to learn my coffee verbiage. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk about. Some weird, funny, odd, odd, because odd drunk pod at odd drunk pod at Instagram. There we go. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> um, check it out. Give us a follow. Give us a download, whatever, a review. That would be do, cool. Do the thing. If you listen to some, Show us some love. Do, yeah, do what. Show us some love if you want. Um, but if you have nothing good to say, just don't say anything at all. But if you do, we're going to call, we're going to call you out. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have really good reasoning, then I can't argue with that. Yeah. Anyways, so before we get into it, um, looking at other people's uh, unique traditions, let's talk about ours. Yeah. Christmas. We both celebrate Christmas. It's a fun holiday. I can tell you, we both celebrate it in different ways. Uh, yeah. You have a Ninja Turtle sweater and I have a Skyrim sweater. You couldn't get more different than that. Yeah, I, I got to show you now. Since you... <laughs> yeah, show. Maybe we can. It's, really uh, rad. it's rad. Maybe we can. Post I got a it on Merchoid. Uh... Oh, nice. Maybe we can post a picture on the the Instagram. Now I'm trusting that everyone listening is following right well, now. When we actively when we record in person phone. again, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, you better be following right now if yeah. you're listening. <laughs> I haven't seen your Skyrim sweater though. I don't think. Well, I think I've shown. Is it a new edition? Uh, 
hey, if we ever start doing video podcasts, at some point, for one, we would have to get better webcams. Um, yeah, there you go. But this would be a great opportunity. Um, oh, dude, that's cool. So there's the front. It says Merry Christmas, dudes. Nice. I like that. They're all holding pizza, and it's got pizzas throughout. And then nice. the back is a little different. I've I like been that. I just been yeah. in the Ninja Turtles lately, not actually watching the shows, but uh, yeah, I, I want to check out the last Oh, I've seen. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think you've seen it, and it has on the on the sleeve. I love that the, one uh, because the imperial um, logo thing. It's cool. I love that sweater because your layman would be like, "Oh, that that's a nice Christmas sweater." Oh, is that a dragon? Well, but I wore it to work last. Be like, I wore it to work last weekend, and, and like every other person who walked through the door was complimenting it, but only one person the whole night recognized it as Skyrim. No, that's... But, but everyone was like, "Wow, that's cool! They're dragons." <laughs> some lady, yeah, and was, I remind her like, "Oh, some lady was Ninja like, uh, that's a cool Christmas sweater." And then she took another look. And she's like, "Oh, I, I guess it's you know dragons. I guess it's not a Christmas sweater." And I was like, "Dragons can have Christmas too." <laughs> yeah, what the yeah, hell? Why, why not? But yeah, I mean, ugly Christmas sweaters, um, some are uglier than others. That's a tradition. That's a modern kind of capitalist commercial. It's one of my uh, more favorite uh, traditions. I like Christmas. But also, I guess, you know, if you have a grandma that makes you a homemade one, that's that's great. Yeah. I do have a homemade sweater, but nice. I I don't wear it too much because it's sacred. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to ruin that on accident. um, That'd be bad. No, I mean, yeah, it would be bad, but, um, but yeah, I've been in the Ninja Turtles lately, uh, from the game Shredder's Revenge. And I have the, we talked about in our, um, 1991 video game episode, but yeah, I've been playing all the old school Ninja Turtle games and just been having a lot of fun. Nice. And I really, I've heard it's, uh, really good. The Ninja Turtles last Ronin comic. Oh, like it yeah. takes it back to its darker, grittier roots. I've heard about that. And it's, and it's basically and he just about, wears and, and he wears just like a black uh, bandana. Yeah, so he's, you're, you you're don't not know who actually it is. sure which Ninja Turtle it is. But all we know is it's kind of like an old man Logan thing where like all the other turtles have been slain. The foot ninjas have gone afoot, you could yeah. say. <laughs> and um, but he's like all the turtles in one, like kicking ass and old nice. and gritty and he's like pissed off and he's had enough of it he ain't eating pizza no more he's eating he's calzones oh no he's matured he's depressed <laughs> yeah depressed <laughs> he doesn't want fun food <laughs> he still wants it to taste like pizza but it can't be fun like pizza no it has to be practical because he's depressed yeah it has to be practical <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because calzones so, are just the depressing version. Yeah, pizza. I mean, I do Anyways. like a good calzone, but <laughs> no, me too, actually. But um, but you can't deny their depression they exude. But they are they are so not nearly besides as fun as pizza. besides different Christmas sweaters. <laughs> um, I guess I could get into mine, and this yeah, this one uh isn't like a. It's actually more common than I thought it was. Um, when I talked to some people and looked it up online, but, um, now we don't do it all. We, we have our own twist on it, but, uh, 
so it's a common German tradition. This comes from uh, German traditions to actually open gifts on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. Christmas Eve dinner and you open gifts. And what we do, what we've always done, you know, back home and when I was little and everything and before I grew up and left. But um, we would invite pretty much all the extended family that can make it to our place. Mm-hmm. And everybody extended family would get something they would get a gift yeah a little something even if it's a little cheap or just socks or just whatever you would get something and we would all have dinner and open gifts that night on christmas eve Mm. and um there's some i i don't care either way i'm not like oh it has to be that way I know most people open their gifts just on christmas day it's like because yeah they oh santa got them and everything and um that's why I never – I always liked playing along with the whole idea of Santa when, when I was a kid. But we've discussed it before in one of our episodes, I think, last year. Um, I was on to it pretty soon. I Not don't when remember – six or seven. I don't remember at what age I figured out Santa wasn't real. But uh, I do recall that when I was like in uh, – I saw middle, a price tag. When I was in middle school – I argued with my parents over it. They thought I believed in Santa longer than I claimed I did. <laughs> that's what my parents but, uh, always say. And to be totally honest, that's what my, my memory, mom says. Yeah, she would she she would always be like, You took a long time to they, they'd always be like, You that's took what, a long time to figure it out. And I would always be like, No, I knew a lot longer. Like to be totally honest though, actually my memory just, is so is so fuzzy. I don't actually know. When I, I just had this <laughs> discussion with my mom and she was like, yeah, you believed for a while. It took you a long time to find out. And I was like, mom, I always knew, but I didn't want to ruin it. I just played along. I mean, even I, after I, I liked, even when I knew it was obvious, I liked having fun with it. I hated those yeah. kids that were like, you know, Santa's not real and everything. And I'm like, so. okay, <laughs> don't yeah. ruin the fun of it though. I, I mean, I, I do recall idea, that. That's, I do recall that there was a period of time where I didn't believe in Santa anymore, but I was still playing along, you know? Yeah. Um, well, because the whole idea of Santa, that's a super old tradition in itself. And we've, t- uh, Coca-Cola is actually back in the thirties and forties. Uh, they created like our iconic version of Santa. Like yeah. before then, he wasn't a big fat man and he didn't necessarily wear red and he didn't necessarily have a big beard. Like St. Nicholas, um, going all the way back then, I mean, has little to nothing to do with our Santa now. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the main thing, yeah, he gave what, like food and gave up food and charity. And yeah, he was just a. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not super familiar with the, the actual Satan. We talked about it before, but it's I've um, completely forgotten. Uh, yeah. I'm but, familiar um, with the legends of some saints. He's not one that I've looked into much really though. Uh, but um and yeah, so we would open um gifts with like our extended family and have dinner and just kind of party and everything on Christmas Eve. And then like the main gifts would be from Santa. That's what right. my mom did. She would have, yeah, like we would get like the little kind of stocking stuff or smaller gifts and stuff on Christmas Eve, and then the main one, like the game or whatever GameCube. Yeah. My my parents would, would be do on Christmas Day. the stuff, the stocking stuffers. Those were from Santa. 
And then there would be one other present that was from Santa. Everything else was oh, okay. from, was other stuff. My, my, but we we did uh, we got to open one gift on Christmas Eve, and it was always a set of pajamas. Nice that, that you got to wear. That's you it. got to put them on and They're wear them. So yeah. Um, and now and, my grandma and I really love that my my mom still does that for us. <laughs> she nice. us and it's always pajamas. That's yeah, nice. Always pajamas. I like that. Yeah. Um, my grandma on my. Uh, so my paternal grandma on her side of family, her tradition always was whoever woke up first on Christmas Eve would get to, to open one gift on Christmas Eve. Just one, though. Ah. And, and you can pick any of them. So, like, if there's gifts under the tree, which is that's a typical thing. Um, if you woke up first, you proclaim you woke up first and then you can pick out one gift. Nice. And. Whenever I stayed at her place, I would get to do that if I woke up early <laughs> enough. Um, yeah. And and then I convinced my dad to let me do it anyways. And I I was like, hey, I'll I'll pick out one that seems lame. No. <laughs> no. One Christmas Eve though, I I did that. I actually only did that a handful of times, but I did that. I argued with my dad, and he was like, fine, do it. Since your grandma said you could and everything, <laughs> your nana actually. And um, I opened a gift and it was Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Um, it was the purple one. I forget what oh, it was called. Dog yeah. Day? No, not Dog. Was it Dog Days? Is that I don't the remember the one? title of them, but I remember reading all of them. Uh, Let's see. But I opened a Diary Wimpy Kid book and I read the whole book that morning. Nice. Because they're I, really quick reads. They, they are. I, I like because it's comics. My my grandpa would always, and this wasn't specifically a Christmas tradition, but he would do it for Christmas. Is the 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 standard gift he would always give was a book. Just just always. Nice. And and the rule is when you turn eighteen, he doesn't give you a book anymore. He gives you a Barnes and Noble gift card. <laughs> He's not gonna go pick. So one you out can get you your own more. damn book. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like, I'm not gonna pick, <laughs> go through the effort of picking it out for you. But uh, but we always, I always cherish that tradition of uh, always get a book from nice. grandpa. So yeah, the one I got was the Ugly Truth, and I read that that morning, and I was like, okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's a good way I to spend a Christmas those... Eve morning, right? Yeah, it was nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, getting into the, all those hijinks. That'd be something to cover at some I point. The I want to ask, ask or something. you. Um, so it's often tradition. You know, a lot of families have traditional things they cook for Christmas, uh, either whether it's Christmas Eve or yeah. Christmas Day. Uh, did you did your family had a thing that they made every year? Um, not really. Well, not anything specific. My mom would always try different stuff out, but. Um, so we would have, we would always have Thanksgiving at my grandpa's like always pretty yeah. much. I mean, every year. So my mom would basically cook Thanksgiving style food for Christmas, ham, oh, nice. turkey, all that. And, um, and she, one year she made just really good chicken enchiladas. She just always tried different stuff out. Nice. However, um, desserts though was that's always the same basically every year we would always 
make mm. sugar cookies together. I feel Ooh. like that's a pretty common thing. You make yeah, Christmas I would do that sugar with my cookies. grandma. Yeah, decorate them. Yeah. And when um, when I got to see my grandparents, they lived in a different state than I did. So yeah, we didn't see them every year. But yeah, um, yeah. The only common thread that I can recall was the sugar cookies. That was always the same. And we would also do fudge. Ooh, that was another one. Homemade, homemade fudge. fudge, nice. Yeah, my my family. I, even though, yeah, <clears throat> I I always made my mom mad though because <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of fudge personally. I think it's overly sweet. Yeah. It's overly. It's just too rich for me. Yeah, it's not my favorite, but I appreciate some good fudge though. Uh, oh, seriously, yeah. My girlfriend loves fudge. She's a big fan of it. Um, my family, uh, our only regular thing is that on Christmas morning, we would make breakfast. We'd do scrambled eggs. We'd do some sausages. We'd do a fruit salad. We would do nice. with like some cinnamon in it. Uh, and we would do like uh, orange juice. Uh, and my mom would make pumpkin bread. Mm, um, that sounds good. And I have that recipe. It's a good pumpkin bread recipe. But but as far as like dinner goes, Christmas Eve, we would always make dinner. But it was like there was never a specific thing. There was maybe four or five years there where for some reason we latched on the idea of making homemade ravioli. Nice. Um, that sounds which, good. Which was very good. Uh, but I also remember many years on Christmas Day for dinner, we would just go out to get Chinese food. That would happen sometimes, especially so like Christmas morning, we would just eat leftovers from Christmas dinner. Right. Um, We want to make breakfast unless my dad wanted scrambled eggs or fried eggs and that's up to him. Um, But uh, for a while, I wasn't really into cooking besides like helping make cookies and like cake and all that kind of baking. I liked baking when I was younger. Now I'm way more into just actual cooking. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we would eat leftovers, and then, yeah, there was a couple times we were like, oh, we don't have that many leftovers because we had so many. I mean, I remember a couple Christmas Eves where we had, like, 60 people in our house, family, yeah. extended family, friends, everything, and, like, they just cleaned it out. <laughs> and uh, we wouldn't have much leftovers. So, yeah, often we would also get Chinese food or sometimes yeah. Mexican because we had oh, a nice. really nice Mexican joint close to our house. Which unfortunately closed down. Oh, that's too bad. This year, but I yeah. think they got by bought by another owner. But anyways, wow. um, yeah, no, my any occasionally, occasionally I'd be at my grandparents' house up in Utah during Christmas, and they would do like the traditional Christmas dinner, like ham and all that sort of stuff. But when I was yeah. when we stayed home for Christmas, we didn't invite people over. There was never relatives there. It was just us, and we would do you know, whatever we felt like for dinner, then we'd make breakfast nice. and then we'd get Chinese food on Christmas day. Uh, Cause we didn't want to cook. <laughs> yeah. Christmas for us, yeah. Christmas day was just the nuclear family. Just, just us. Yeah. Now my, whatever, you know, if my grandma stayed the night, it would be her, but it would be, you know, a very just small. I recall one year in occasion. Durango here, but Christmas um, Eve would be big. I recall one year in Durango here, I also went to get Chinese food on Christmas Day, went to China Cafe. It was like me and my girlfriend, Caleb, was there. Um, nice. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it was Chase was there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just went to get Chinese Was food. it May Palace? Or no, China Cafe. It was China Cafe because May Palace was closed. 
Oh yeah, they closed for a holiday. Yeah. Yeah. China Cafe's good. Yeah, they're okay. Um I've I've found stuff. I, I prefer May Palace. Before. May Palace is the good place. I, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I'm the kind of guy nowadays. I'm not one of those like get me your manager, you know, Karen's or Kyle's or whatever the male equivalent is. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, ew, and then I kind of stop eating it and then I just leave. Yeah. If I find hair or something. Like yeah. Um, if I find hair, I'm like, go get me a beer and then I'll just have <laughs> that, get some calories. And yeah. I'll go. <laughs> um, any other specific, whoop, any other specific um, traditions you had? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a tradition, but I have a lot of, cause we would occasionally every, every, not every year, but often we would go during December uh, to visit family. Uh, so I have a lot of fond memories of sitting in a hotel room watching Christmas movies. <laughs> well, and, you know, there's another one. I mean, watching binging Christmas movies in itself is a holiday tradition. I mean, yeah. it's the mainstay. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to do around Christmas is watch wholesome. Sometimes we did our Christmas movie tier list. We have, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of opinions about things. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> that um, was a fun episode. We yeah. ended up, and just before anyone's like, ooh, I wonder what they did. Uh, the original Grinch was S tier. Elf was S tier. And those are the only ones I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You got to listen to the episode. Go listen to the episode, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I guess another tradition, but we didn't do it every year. But we did have a big ice rink, outdoor ice rink, and we would go ice skating around Christmas time. um, We kind of started making that a tradition, but then I was like, I'm not good at it. I mean, (laughs) um, I'm good enough to go around. Yeah. (laughs) But that's pretty much the extent. And then I remember one year there was this – he was obviously some kind of ice skate dancer or something trained because this guy was – just zooming around doing twirls and all kinds of jumping all <laughs> kinds of shit. Like, and I was like, by the wall. I, uh, I think yeah. I went ice skating a total of like twice my entire childhood. Really? Um, and then, and those were like when I, I was like, really, ice skating. I was really young. I was like in elementary school. And then the next time after that, I went ice skating was after like three years of driving the Zamboni at the ice rink here in town. Yeah. Finally, someone was like, Colton, go, go out on the ice and keep an eye on these people. And I was like, um, I'm not really the guy for that. Okay. I'll give it my best shot. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I fell down a couple of times, but it was okay. Yeah. That's part of it. (laughs) It's not the hardest thing in the world. For but, some reason, I was always better at roller skating than ice skating. I don't know oh, why. Oh, I, I, I'm better at roller skating than the ice. The ice was just intimidating. I don't know why. But, I did um, ski a lot during Christmas time growing up. Uh, and, nice. Uh, I, I liked that. I don't like skiing so much now. It's... Uh... <laughs> I'm terrified of skiing, to be honest. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I, I, I got to try it. I had no sense of self-preservation, and I just liked no, going it, that's fast. A... <laughs> yeah, that's a thing for a whole nother topic. It's like people always ask me, oh, you used to do this and that when you were a kid. And I was like, yeah, I didn't realize what would happen. 
Yeah. When I was a kid, I would like try going off. I didn't care. I was just on, like, on my let's skis. go. And then uh, nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, my when I go skiing, I'll tell you, if I went skiing this this winter, I'll tell you exactly how yeah. my day would probably go. I would do maybe two runs and then I would go sit in the lodge and drink beer. That's that would be my day. And, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what. Cause I like hanging out in ski lodges, but I'll tell you what, yeah. you, you don't have to pay for a pass to sit in the ski lodge. No. <laughs> in a lot of ski. Resorts. No, I would opt for just snow tubing. Oh yeah. yeah. You go down a few times and then have it. That, that's always, fun. I know I need to try skiing, but uh, ugh, I, the yeah, horror yeah, stories I, I've heard. Yeah. Either like it or you don't. And it's just for me, it's, I mean, I, I like it as an adult, the adrenaline it's just rush. not for me. <laughs> I get the adrenaline rush of things. And I used to ride dirt bike all the time, which is just as, if not more dangerous. Yeah. But, um, but I felt in control, you know, and, and skiing, I would have to just learn it. And I don't feel like learning it. I don't have the time. It's expensive. Yeah, I also like, it's a I, lot. Skied a, I skied a lot when I was a kid. And then I went like seven or eight years without touching any skis. And then I went skiing, um, at purgatory, um, with my sister and her uh her boyfriend at the time and nice. uh i went up onto tangent. The, yep uh, uh but I, went, I, I went up onto the onto the the lifts and he he just took one look at me like how i was like handling the skis and was like nope um i gotta teach you how to ski otherwise you're gonna end up in the hospital today <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's really, it's the type of thing you really have to know what you're doing. And, but anyways, um, yeah, we're doing the tangent point thing. We've been doing it for a few episodes now. Yeah. And basically every time we go on tangent, you get a point. Once you get three, you have to take a shot. And I forgot, do the tangent points carry over? I don't. Or do they reset? I think they reset. I think we agreed on them resetting. I'm not totally sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're still workshopping it. Yeah. But um, uh, another tradition actually that came to mind because it's something I'm doing this year and I've done it a few years, but advent calendars where you get a little chocolate or something. Oh yeah. For the 24, 20, sometimes they do 25 days. Sometimes it's 24, but either way, That's each day fun. of the month leading up to Christmas. And I got, uh, we've been doing the Lego guardians galaxy holiday special. Advent oh, calendar. cool. I snagged that as soon as I saw it on the shelves because I was like, I, the, I've i seen Marvel advent calendars, but they're always very generic and everything. Yeah. But a Guardians Galaxy one, that's pretty special. And today was day 13 it's of this day of recording. And I got a little Mantis minifig with a guitar. Oh, that's fun. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've always thought like, about doing one of those Lego Lego advent calendars, but never. It's have. actually fun. You're not going to get like crazy builds, but you get a little something every time, and and it's a good way to get minifigs. What, what like we I, uh, what we almost I have got. a Nebula one. I have a oh, Nebula yeah. one, and she has a Christmas sweater, and it has Thanos on it. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, what we almost got for the cool show, print. um, for uh, a beer craft beer advent calendar, uh. We, we sold out of them though, <laughs> but oh, uh, um, we um, but that would have been. I do have cool. a. My girlfriend got a twelve days of cocktails thing. Oh, um, nice! Yeah, I've, shot. It comes with the mix. 
I've seen uh, ones at advent calendars where each each day is a different whiskey. You know, a little nice. Shooter, you know, I bet that's pretty expensive. Unless oh, it's yeah. really cheap. Yeah, it's probably pretty expensive. It depends, yeah. I guess. If you're getting I really mean, cheap whiskey, twenty four or twenty five shots. Um, and if it's decent whiskey, that's several dollars a shot at least, probably. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably a hundred uh, bucks. <laughs> so yeah, Advent Calendar is another one. It has not really a huge tradition of mine. We would sometimes do it, and you also get those calendars or little things where it's just counting down the Christmas. We you know, we would always do it just like a little calendar that it counts down, but we never did like an Advent. That's calendar, what we typically little, little did. Treat, you know. Um, but the Lego Advent Calendars, I would recommend. At least the Guardians of the Galaxy one, I would recommend. They always do Harry Potter ones, Star Wars ones every year. Yeah, I bet those are fun. The other, the other, um, the other tradition I want to talk uh, mention. Uh, well, it's a tradition yeah. for me is on Christmas Day is I play a shit ton of video games. <laughs> oh yeah, that's always. Um, well, I remember often I got because Skyrim. I I would get a video game for Christmas and then I would play yeah. it all day. And my and of I course got... my dad's Christmas tradition would be to take a nap on Christmas Day. Just to yeah, and you hear day. me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? So your headphones? Oh, I accidentally turned my headphones down. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. No, but these are yeah. new uh, gaming headphones I got. Oh, nice! I was considering buying a a set of those. They're actually weekend. wireless too. They're the Steel Series. Ooh, nice! Which is actually a good brand. I use it to play on my PlayStation, and yeah, they're nice. Anyways, oh, little yeah. plug. And, but, um, but no, um, my my dad's Christmas Day tradition was to nap and stay away yeah. from people. So the TV would like be that's the TV one. would be open. So I play video games. Nice. No, I. Uh, we talked about it on our uh, Skyrim episode, which I want to do another one uh, again because the audio quality and everything. That's the whole thing. But we had to post it. Um, it's still fun. We had our friend Caleb on it. Um, but I got Skyrim for Christmas uh, 2011. And um, when I got that, I literally played it all night like <laughs> nice. and i had my tv in my room so it didn't matter and yeah. i played it all night and it's so funny because um uh my grandma's boyfriend <laughs> um he um went gambling he always his tradition is that he goes gambling every christmas eve <laughs> it's a good tradition and either he loses a lot or he he's one of those guys where he'll go back and he's uh, well he is oddly lucky like very lucky yeah. i remember one time him and my uh sister and my uncle went gambling at a casino and they came back he won like something around like 2400 or something nice pretty decent and uh, it might have yeah. been more but um but I remember I was playing Skyrim all night and my mom and grandma were pissed off that he was gone all night. And they were like, Oh my God, not again. And I was playing Skyrim all night. And then he came back and he told me about his winnings and everything. And he just kind of watched me and sat back watching <laughs> Skyrim. And we were up both of us. 
till like 9 a.m. <laughs> I was playing Skyrim. Great. He was telling me about his gambling adventures. And I was like, cool. Some gambling oh, adventures, some fantasy adventures. Exactly. You know, I mean, it was a good time. That's yeah, great. it was that's, fun. That's but fun. That, it's a fun memory. But um, <laughs> yeah, the video game thing. And yeah, movies. Anyways, I don't have much else to talk about on my own traditions. I don't really um, either. However, the main ones. So I got a few different lists here. Um so on Reddit, there's a holiday mega thread. This is from nine years ago. So it's dated. Nice. Um, but it's the top one I found. What is the weirdest holiday uh tradition your family has? So this is all just people's personal, just weird family traditions. Um and there is a lot of gems here, nice. I must say. Um, I am not sure which one to start with. Oh, here's a good one. This is um, from Junkie Culture. While I was growing up, my dad and I would hide a potato wedge somewhere on Christmas on the Christmas tree every year <laughs> to see how long it would take for my mom to notice. Our record was nine days. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Additionally, also, this isn't really a tradition, but my mother has these wooden letters that spell out Santa that she puts out on display during the Christmas season. And I have been re rearranging them to say Satan for as long as I can remember. <laughs> she gets pissed off and changes them back whenever she notices, but I just keep doing it. It's like uh, not a Christmas thing, but <laughs> one time I thought it would be really funny if my <laughs> mom, my mom had a ton of photos around the house that honestly, she had just had a lot of stock photos around like those hallmark yeah well that's funny for, for your mom being an artist yeah um so i well it's just like these nice displays and she wouldn't always change out the pictures that came with them you know oh i see so i mean. one time went around slowly replacing photos with photos of steve buscemi uh to see how long it would take her to notice <laughs> that's great um it took her a um, few days <laughs> that's that's great <laughs> Well, this is a completely side thing, but I remember when me and my friends um, in our computer lab, we changed it where every image uh, on all the computers in the lab, we got in a lot of trouble, um, but <laughs> had Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And we went as far as doing different pictures in Nick Cage. Ooh, effort. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Like I appreciate <laughs> that. No. <laughs> While we were not doing our assignment. This <laughs> That sounds like something that if that if it was if, you, if I was in your class, I would be very much enjoying watching that. Happen. We were honestly putting more effort into that. It, honestly, it was harder to do that than the actual assignment, but we, we had to. That's um, pretty good. Uh, this guy commented on um, the one I just read. My brother does that. So about the rearranging letters, letters. And yeah, Santa is the anagram of Satan. And they even make that joke in the new Santa Clauses show, which if we do that commentary on the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, yeah, cocaine era, uh, but <laughs> um, not outspoken right wing era, but um, they even do that joke in it. And and yeah, the show um, is very just family friendly. You know, it's it's all right. Um, it doesn't have that uh edginess of the original but 
But yeah, this guy said, my brother does that with my mom's Felice Navidad uh, wooden letters. My mom was not happy to walk into the living room after one workday and see Nazi dad next to the picture of my father on the mantle. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny because it's bad, Colton. Um <laughs> And then this person uh, says, um, oh, that one's not too funny. Uh, oh, here we go. Midshipman89 says, we have orange smashing contests on at Christmas Eve dinner. Not the chocolate oranges like normal people, but real oranges. <laughs> Everyone at the table gets one and gets one to hit to do as much damage as they can. My grandma is the judge and the winner gets to open their present first the next morning. I like that. I've never heard of this. I mean, that's fun. Smashing oranges. <laughs> and yeah, this guy, uh, ironically, his name is Citrus2644. <laughs> he said, this is fantastic. And then this other guy said, wait, normal people crush chocolate oranges? I've never heard of it, to be honest. I've never Have heard you? of that either, no. I It's I normal to crush th- chocolate oranges? <laughs> what? Um, Maybe it's not an American thing. Maybe it's a British thing or something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they didn't say where they're from, but that sounds fun, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like crushing things. Uh. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. <laughs> my family and several other families in my church. So this is the whole church that did it, but it's not specific uh, to religion, but other families in my church would sometime after Christmas scatter all the Christmas trees and have a Christmas tree bonfire on the beach. <laughs> it was perhaps the best thing ever. <laughs> so my church was busted for throwing three trees onto the fire at once, causing a huge, magnificent 20-foot flame to erupt. The fire department Ooh. was called. Our tradition pretty much ended after that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, keep your traditions safe. Yeah. Safe. Um, I love a bonfire as, is... good, as much as the next guy, but yeah, keep it safe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and don't be like my dad and pour straight gasoline on a fire to get it going. He almost blew his face off. Exactly. Um, this is uh, an- another this tradition. Is, this, this is going to be oh. okay. This is going to be a tangent, but I have to say it after that note. I have one too. Um, you go first, though. Okay. Uh, I used to go camping with um, a bunch of uh, other kids from my church when I was growing up. And yeah, I was one of the older ones. And I remember there was one time they were there, they were playing on like bug spray and stuff like that. And like trying to talk, you know, they're talking about like, let's throw it on the fire, see what happens. And I was Uh-oh. like, and I was like, don't do that. That's a very bad idea. And then, you know, a little bit later, I was I <laughs> the was voice like, of reason. I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Uh, you guys behave like, uh, like yeah. I was. <laughs> like 18 or something like that uh or 17 it was right before i left the church uh, you're like i and, I, and these these were the the, the third the 13 year olds the, the the kids and stuff and oh, of I was, so i was like the adults had gone to bed and i was like i'm kind of watching them so i'm like i'm going to bed now uh behave and i go to bed and as soon as i <laughs> zip up my tent i can hear them go colton's gone grab the bug spray <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, Immediately, I, 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 I remember just being like, you know what? 
they burn their face You're off. It's gonna. That's not my problem. That's their fault. I told them yep. not to. That's I'm. My yep. conscience is clear. Did they burn their faces off? No, they were okay. But okay. it did. It did blow up though. Yeah, as you would expect. Oh, it would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pressurized so can. Gives us fire. two tangent points. And here's our third tangent point. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I could, like I said earlier, grab some Nyquil. <laughs> but um, we can always if, veto it for next episode. We can veto it. Let's veto it. So if you're, if we're not feeling up, let's veto it for our commentary. So we're Ooh, rearing to go. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a tradition. This isn't a holiday tradition, but it's one I kind of am disgusted by and hate um the whole gender reveal um oh, for me yeah. it's just... now in general well if it's done just in a very nonchalant way it's like oh here's a pink sock we're having a girl <laughs> yada 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 i just hate it when people make such a big deal out of it. it's like congratulations <laughs> you're having a baby and yeah you have a basically 50 50 chance well i don't know all the genetics of it but yeah it's either gonna be a boy or a girl okay big whoop but um a few years ago i heard about a gender reveal in california i think it was in south california and it involved fire oh good <laughs> and they either way in the midst of their gender reveal and we could do a whole episode on this they started a ginormous wildfire oh fun and caused millions of dollars worth of damages. Millions. <laughs> so don't be an asshole and make an explosion. Uh, I heard about another gender reveal, and this is in Florida, of course, where it involved alligators and someone got hurt. Um, the El Dorado fire in, Calif- in Southern was California. It? Yeah, I'm familiar with this. Fact, I knew but... it was real. Yeah, yes. I knew it happened. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, and they were criminally charged. Good. I mean, you (laughs) that's a serious crime. Uh 23,000 acres were bored were 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 burned, um destroying five homes, five homes and 15 other buildings. And claimed a life and killed a firefighter. So a fire a fi- People a, lost a guy- 500 homes and a firefighter died, and we lost 23,000 acres of... Yeah, five homes, 15 other bush. buildings. A man died. Wow. All over a fucking gender reveal. That's insane. I've heard of this fire. I was You said Southern it's California, so and I'm like, because I'm from there, I, I kind of yeah make myself aware of the I, fire wildfires that are going on in the area because i have family and stuff so i'm like i was like looking it up i'm like i wonder which fire this is it's the el dorado fire anyways going back i did to not know that traditions. was a gender reveal fire yeah as that's far as crazy. i know it was started because of a gender reveal that's why and, that's um, sad that's super sad uh and just just the amount of stupidity I, um, I'm the type of asshole. That well, and I'm would, sure uh, they were in a fire ban too. So they obviously yeah. ignored oh, that. Brought most I mean, California is yeah. pretty much always in a fire ban. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be real. Um, <laughs> um, I'm the type of asshole. And, that if that, if, if my girlfriend and I were having a baby, we're doing like, had gender, that idea and we're doing a gender reveal. I would like make it 
green instead of blue or pink just to fuck with everyone <laughs> like like it's like oh is it gonna be blue yeah. or pink it's like green <laughs> it's a grinch yeah or make it <laughs> or make them um just really boring just uh gray and black green yeah because gender shouldn't be associated with a color. Anyone can wear pink. Anyone can wear blue. Like, you or know just I mean? a regular fire, not a fire with colors. Just a regular yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyways, getting back to holiday traditions. Um, so I found on the Atlantic they have a whole um, article, and it has illustrations. So maybe I'll throw it into the links, but. Um, Family's weird holiday traditions illustrated. I know this is audio, but either way, uh, this is one I found funny. A purposely unappetizing Christmas breakfast. Hmm. From Dan, Dan Bransfield. My wife's grandfather said that Christmas was too good. And so there should be at least one thing you don't look forward to. So he cooked a Christmas breakfast of eggs, bacon, toast, and orange juice, put it in a blender, and served it to his kids as a smoothie. My father-in-law heard this story about his father-in-law and thought it was hilarious. (laughs) So he made it a tradition with my uh, wife and her sisters. But instead of doing the same thing every year, certain family members come up with an idea uh, to surprise everyone else. There's always a theme to it. Could be food from the Grinch, uh, who pudding, rare who roast beef, etc. Our elf spaghetti crumbled pop tarts, you know, maple syrup. Yeah. Our poop cat box filled with cocoa crispies topped with plops of undercooked pumpkin pie filling, refried beans served in diapers, etc. Uh, last year. My son and brother-in-law teamed up to create a silent science lab, dissected frog legs. Leche fruit eyeballs floating in a big jar of dry ice, smoking out of the top. Brains made of jello and bowl of worms. We laugh a lot, and I always think, I bet nobody else in the world is eating the same thing we are right now. Probably not. Probably not, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, a weird, <laughs> that's a pretty that's, fun that's a weird I love one, how yeah. it started. It started as just a simple thing that... um the grandpa did and then they just like went all out with it they decided this is going to be our thing that that seems to be that seems to be a lot of these weird holiday traditions are like oh here's a this is one that i do this is one that i do and i'm sure you've done um uh celebrating new year's eve with video games and cheap pizza oh yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) classic uh Uh, i've new year's is one of my favorite holidays because it is somehow one of the most depressing holidays for me. I well, spent, if you don't, I spent one New Year's, and and I still, I actually after this, I make an effort. I have a glass of whiskey every New Year's. Um, but I had one New Year's. I yeah, was, it's a, I was at my. I do champagne. I was at my parents' I'm house, basic. and they went out with the rest of my family to some New Year's party. And for some reason, I couldn't go. Like, either I didn't want to or I wasn't feeling great. So I I didn't go. And I just was at home by myself drinking whiskey. And I had a fiddle. And I learned how to play Auld Lang Syne on the fiddle. Uh, there you go. And uh, it was just <laughs> me alone with a bottle of whiskey, very po- badly playing a violin. 
and uh um but, to be honest um but i make an I've effort to have some... a have a whiskey on new year's because it's i this may sound lame but i prefer a low-key chill new year's eve than yeah. a crazy like well it's what what I, what I said about it said it's, it's a it's a depressing holiday not in a bad way it's kind of like depressing in like a it's depressing from the type of way you know from the viewer's perspective from yeah yeah from the uh, the listeners right here um (laughs) we're just being uh here's a good one this is (laughs) uh from the atlantic a superstitious new year's with coal and whiskey i come from a scottish background that marries superstition with religion not good bedfellows um, not good bedfellows. Before every, before the new year, all debts to family or friends must be paid. The house must be thoroughly clean with no dirty laundry. That's the precursor. There's not much time for partying with the duties that must be completed before midnight. Plus, a bowlful of peas must be consumed to ensure there's money in the new year. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, uh, a big new year tradition, at least that we've always, I've always done. Well, I haven't been doing it recently because I haven't really, I didn't really care about it too much, and it's just superstition. Yeah. But eating black-eyed peas oh. for New Year's. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. At the, yeah, uh, there's um, one. <laughs> my, fam- my family is part Scottish, and uh, Scotland, in Scotland, from New Year's is pretty popular there. And it comes from, for a long yeah. time, like they couldn't celebrate Christmas because of the English. It was like outlawed and stuff, <laughs> which was weird. Wow, that's quite rude. Uh, so so New Year's is more popular. So so my family's always really liked New Year's. We've always, uh, but uh, I like Loki New Year's though. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so yada yada yada. Okay, so. I guess I'll continue reading it. It's a lot, though. And then it's on the Mission Impossible, the first footer. The first footer is the person who will take the first step over your threshold on New Year's morning. This is quite specific. It must be a man, and he needs to be tall and very dark-haired and brown-eyed. He must carry a slice of bread, a flask of whiskey, a measure of milk, and a lump of coal. And then he must bless all the rooms in the house, all to ensure heat, food, and whiskey for whatever occasion is needed. I married a handsome but blue-eyed, red-haired man who, by custom, carries the worst possible luck as his first footer. Red hair is highest on the scale of bad luck, and of course, most Scots are of that coloring. One year, my husband could not leave the house in the event he would be the first one back in. We waited three days before we coerced a work colleague to gather the necessities and enter our house. I now collect the items and leave them outside New Year's Eve so that my son can either with blessings and thus, I mean, can enter with uh, blessings and thus free me for the year. Do I believe this works? No. I have had (laughs) some very bad years. But can I release myself from superstition? Absolutely not. It's time (laughs) for me to look for a lump of coal already. Not easy to find in this century. I know where to get a lump of coal. Yeah, I mean it's not that hard to find. Like right now, I could go get a lump of coal right now. Century. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, you could get it. 
<laughs> bag of charcoal. I mean, if that counts, uh, good of the fucking either way, the train, dude. You just the train, yeah, the train. They, they will sell you a lump of. Coal. But not everyone has a train nearby. Yeah. We have a uh, we have an old fashioned steam engine near our steam engine. Yeah, so oh, you not can go there and buy that. a lump of coal. <laughs> I mean, it's very touristy, but it's yeah. Coal. <laughs> My sister did that one, and I bet they overcharge it. She gave me a lump of coal for Christmas. <laughs> well, um, you know, I mean, a lump of coal could, you know, help help you survive. You know, help you get a fire going. It's valuable. You know, it has its uses. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if you condense it enough and pressurize it enough, you get a diamond. If you have the means to do so. If you have the um, means, you'll get some done. Yeah, if you have the means. <laughs> so you know. Sadly, I don't um, have the means. Uh, no. Do you have? anything culture. i've got i've got a few here so i found uh um, you got some yeah i've got a list here. i don't want this dead is, air that's this is from bustle.com okay. they went and they asked all their bustle. readers yeah b-u-s-t-l-e they yeah they, yeah they asked their uh readers in for their weird holiday traditions so we've got a list all here. right uh this person does a christmas or holiday shoe hunt where on Christmas we take off our shoes, someone blindfolds us, and we try to find our pair. That's fun. Um, <laughs> I'd be annoyed though, slightly. This person has uh, this is fun. Uh, says we find we try to find unorthodox wrapping methods for gifts. Uh, one time I froze my family's gifts and made them chip their presents out of ice. Another year they were submerged in a fake aquarium. Another year, I wrapped them in leaves and moss. My brother used old wire and cassette tapes. That's kind of fun. Now, what was it? They they wrapped the gifts in really weird ways. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I saw another one on one of my lists where they said they would try to wrap the gifts in, like, the fanciest of ways. Oh, yeah. And, um... Yeah, and another one with gift wrapping, uh, and this is something we would do. I wouldn't consider it a tradition. It's just clever gift wrapping. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, but where you make it, you put it in a box, or you put other stuff with it, or you put rocks in it, or you do something where you make it harder to guess what it actually is. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Especially when you got kids shaking it around or trying to tear <laughs> into it, if you make it just look as inconspicuous as possible. Um, sometimes, um, and my, my mom did change this, but she would wrap what was obviously either a DVD or a video game. She would just wrap it, uh, cause she liked having <laughs> different size stuff there. And I was like, I hate to break it to you, but I think I know what this could be, at least what it's basics is. And then she started, uh, getting fancier and like putting it in a box or something. Oh, I, you know? I saw one, uh, post online once it was like, uh, it was a ra- a gift, and it was clear the way it was wrapped. It was clearly a chair, right? Like <laughs> obviously a chair. And the person posts a picture of it, going like just sarcastically, being like, "I bet it's an iPhone." What is this? What do you think? They're like, "I bet <laughs> it's an iPhone." And then, and then the next post they made was they opened it, and it was an iPhone. It was an iPhone on the chair. Then the chair was wrapped. What? <laughs> so the chair itself wasn't a gift. No, the chair wasn't the gift. 
The it was iPhone just was like a gift. chair they already had. Yeah, it was just they wrapped, they put the <laughs> iPhone on the seat of the chair and then wrapped the chair so nobody would guess that that's an iPhone. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. This one here. That's a lot uh, of work. Uh, wrapping I, a whole chair. This one though. here reminds me of you. Um, this person says their their tradition is they put up Christmas decorations right after Halloween. I don't do it right after. I have a week of. Uh, you know, uh, solemn. Yeah. After Halloween. Uh, I, I take a few weeks typically. Uh, now here's a holiday tradition because we're just talking about holiday traditions. I mean, yeah. um, that me and my girlfriend recently started the last couple of years, um, a Halloween tree because she got a few years ago, a black Christmas tree. And I was like that that's edgy, you know? And yeah, that. <laughs> and then we decided just uh, one year, it's like, let's do a Halloween tree. Cause I've seen people post about it. And I was like, Oh, that's fun. That's a cool like way to decorate for Halloween. And so, yeah, now we do a Halloween tree. So technically uh, after Halloween, we take that off. We already have the Christmas tree ready to go to be decorated. Uh, yeah. The nice. Christmas way. So yeah, we do a Halloween tree. And yeah. going back to the way, um, like with wrapping gifts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy said, awkward hedgehog. He said, one year my parents got me a guitar. My mom decided to keep it in the box because she'll never know what's in this weird shape. <laughs> I got hope from college. I mean, I got home from college, typo. And the first thing I said was, oh, cool. I got a guitar. I, it, it didn't go quite like she ex- anticipated. I'm a shitty storyteller. Because because a guitarist knows uh, what a guitar box looks like. Yeah, <laughs> they well, have if, a, especially they if have a shape to well, them. If if you have like an electric guitar case where it is just a rectangle, that leaves more room for the imagination. Maybe it's a keyboard. Maybe it's a really just long box, and they just put a, something small in there. However, if it's just like your standard like form fitting like acoustic guitar case where it's mm-hmm. literally in the shape of guitar, it's like yeah, you're be like yeah, that's a guitar. I uh but I gotta... it, however, it would be funny if they went through the effort of buying a guitar case, maybe the cheapest one they could find, hard shell, it's got to be hard shell. Wrap it and you're like, "Oh my god, it's a new guitar." And then it's just full of rocks. <laughs> I, I did get a or guitar something. once for Christmas and my parents did not bother wrapping it. They just didn't bother. They, they I mean, it's like, they, here you go. They I mean, just hit, they hit, really have to, they just hit it in the garage. And then Christmas morning, they just put it out by the tree. <laughs> They're like, that's yours. Yeah. I wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that would complain about, I, yeah, I, but... you got me a new guitar. It's like, yeah, yeah exactly. I, mean... I was happy about it, I was, <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't bother wrapping it, which I I understand. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, an awkward thing to wrap, and that takes a lot of wrapping paper. Actually, here, here's a th- um, this person uh, says uh, they they do Christmas Olympics. It says every year we have Christmas family Olympics. Everyone splits into two to four teams. Um, no significant others, spouses, or siblings are allowed on the same team. We play a myriad of games oh, good that idea. are Christmas themed, like Christmas Jeopardy, musical chairs, charades, uh, name that tune, etc. The best oh, that's part, fun. 
is that each Christmas Family Olympics ends with the gimme game. The moderator calls out an item, and the first team to bring it to the moderator wins. The items are never simple. Ten shoelaces tied together, a set of wedding rings, uh, a bra, um, two mismatched Christmas socks, a hair from one of our grandmas, and chapstick. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun idea. I will say, this being my first sober podcast, it, uh, it's not as fun. <laughs> it's not as easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, funny and everything. Um, but um, here's one I, I for, almost forgot to talk about. Um, Elf on the Shelf. Oh, yeah. Um, this is one that a lot of people are doing nowadays. It's a more recent tradition. It's a manufactured capitalist tradition, basically. Because it, I mean, it, it there's a whole book a, that goes with really it. Wasn't really a thing when I was a kid. No, and the book came out in 2005, uh, and it was the author's Christmas tradition. And yeah, you put like this weird looking, this little creepy elf on a shelf. And then you move them around apparently like every night. And I, I don't like this. I And I'm glad we never did it. And I don't get it because honestly, it weirds me out. I don't like little people. And if I was a kid and you like told me this people. elf. <laughs> well, like abnormally little people. Tiny like fairies and stuff. Fairies and they freak me out. But um. Elf on the Shelf, if I was a kid, it would kind of freak me out because the whole idea of it is he's in a different spot every day. Like the parents yeah. or something rearrange him um, or he rearranges himself if you, you get really spooked, if you believe in that kind of thing. My, uh, my little sister apparently, is... Well, the whole idea is if you're a kid, the parents tell the kid, hey, the Elf on the Shelf, every night he goes back to the North Pole and makes sure – if you're naughty or nice, he checks if you're naughty or nice with Santa, then he comes back. That's why he's in a different yeah. spot. And he's like spying on you. Right. Right. It, <laughs> it's a little elf that Santa that my, spies uh, on your kids. My little sister's and, a teenager. She's a teenager. And, and you got all the memes from it. And uh, so she's, she's a teenager. And my dad does elf on the shelf with her now. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a new, and he like, has fun. No, he, I has mean, a, he has a lot of fun with it. Um, I he, bet you could have fun with it. Puts it in very compromising positions. Uh, he's put <laughs> it in a noose. He's posed it with kitchen knives. He's put it in very sexual positions. Sometimes I mean they, that's exactly they, kind of what I'm. They have vaulted getting ceilings at. at the at their uh, townhome, yeah. and uh, and sometimes he just just tries to throw it onto one of those really high windowsills. That's great. No, I mean, I could see as a parent though, you could have a lot of fun with it, freaking your kids out or yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's putting funny. them in funny positions. However, uh, if let's say you were a little kid, like real young, and you were convinced that this elf on the shelf is real, and he spies on you for Santa, I would not like that. In yeah, fact, I, I would probably antagonize him. <laughs> Um, and you know, you one uh, another good thing that came from Elf on the Shelf is all the memes. It's like you've heard of Elf on the Shelf. What about uh, uh, what, what's one? Uh, well, one I saw recently was Kanye on a Yahtzee. 
and you can make what that means because of all his controversy and anti-Semitism and he's pretty shitty and um, I don't know exactly at what point it cut out there Um, but anyway we had some technical difficulties yeah you'll just put in a little (laughs) static or something you know yeah typical or uh, the t- the sound you get um, when the TV goes on the where it has all the colors, yeah, well, that's static, the, isn't it? That well, there's the static, and then there's that or in the that that dial tone yeah. or whatever it is. That always scared me. Yeah, <laughs> that's some analog horror right there. <laughs> really while, while while we while we were dealing with those technical difficulties, I was so jealous of your coffee that I went and got myself a cup. You of made coffee. yourself a cup. Well, I warmed up some coffee in the pot that was still in the pot from earlier today. There you go. Yeah, it's um, not a special coffee. We it's were talking about Elf Seattle's on the best. Shelf, right? Yeah, yeah. I okay, think like so. here, here's your typical Elf on the Shelf mean. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for Shrek on a deck. But um, <laughs> it's always just a picture. Like so, you have to, you have to know. Yeah, you, know, you have to fill it in. Um, admittedly there have been ones that I didn't get uh, it took well <laughs> I knew the uh, the Kanye on the Yahtzee one I was like okay I see what they're doing here Nazi on Yahtzee yeah. but, um, but everyone in the comments were like uh, you know coming up with all kinds of one guy was like yeah Nazi on the Yahtzee another guy was like and then there's people that just oblivious saw the controversy. They're like Kanye on Yahtzee that doesn't even rhyme and anything. Uh, um, <laughs> but you know, you always have those people, people. who just and don't. Sometimes, they're... sometimes I'm one of those people. I'm like, I do not understand this. I I was uh... most of the time. I'm like, I don't care to figure it out. If I don't get it the first time, it's not. You for know me. what's crazy about Kanye is how within the last like month he has gone from just He's destroyed his someone like, who just said some persona. Mild, some mildly anti-semitic stuff to being associated with nazis within he like is... the last like month yeah it and escalated like he had to deal so with, quickly with Jesus, his sneakers and his brand he's had deals all the companies he had deals with like the gap and stuff were like we are not associating with you you no longer yeah. we're no longer to sell you like he's not a billionaire anymore because of this he's lost yeah. so much money i mean it's like when you have that much money and all you have to do is just not be an ass don't I mean, be an ass but what also just shocks me is how quickly it escalated oh it was fast it's, it was yeah. so fast he yeah. went, again he went from just like he was banned from twitter for some anti-semitic comments yeah, he got banned from Twitter. Yep. And then within the last <laughs> month, now he's hanging out with Nick Fuentes. Like, I don't know who that is, but a uh, Nazi man. Oh, okay. Yeah, a Nazi oh, man. Typically... Nazi man that Donald Trump likes. Like, but uh... no, yeah, yeah. Look him up. He's a raging piece of shit. But speaking like, of, but yeah. <laughs> speaking of which, these a lot of these self on the shelf memes get pretty racy and uh they get bad some of them uh <laughs> you've heard of Elf on a shelf can... now get ready for donkey kong on a thong <laughs> see that's a race you've heard of elf on now. a shelf and y'all get ready no for um, i just DeVito saw on one speedo 
Oh, I got you've heard of Elf on the <laughs> Shelf. Now get ready for Danny DeVito and a burrito. Oh, yeah, I have Danny DeVito and a Speedo. <laughs> What's this one? It's got Bush on it. I got Yoda on a Toyota here. That's pretty good. Um, any other traditions we want to mention? Let's see. I'm sure there's others. Oh, uh, this one's not good. This isn't nice. Oh, there's a lot of not. This is from BuzzFeed. Wow, Buzz. And apparently, this is from BuzzFeed staff and writers. So this is their tradition. So yeah, it says uh, we recently asked members of the BuzzFeed community and staff to share their favorite favorite family holiday traditions. Here are the festive results. It says festive <laughs> results, and then one of them, I just stumbled upon it. You know, looking for some content here, and. Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, yeah, number sixteen. Bully your mother. <laughs> um, <laughs> Christmas tradition our family has is maybe also a form of bullying. We always get the obligatory box or two of Quality Street, and my mother has a fondness for the ones with hazelnuts and caramel in them. I guess it's, yeah, mixed chocolate uh, that come in purple wrapping. Me and uh, me and my dad are often the first ones to open these boxes, so we empty the purple ones out. Hide them all except for two, which we save for whenever my mother starts to hunt for them, uh, to save them for herself. When she starts to complain there's none in the box, we start to unwrap them and act like we've had the only two which were in the box. And by this time, she's had a couple glasses of wine. Shall we say her language gets a bit colorful towards uh, towards us until she realizes what we've done. We give her her hoard. So they do give it to her. Okay. <laughs> Eventually after they drive her to drunken, you know, anger. That's fine. Um, but as a general rule of thumb, uh, and this is to all the mothers out there that work so hard to make Christmas good for the kids and everything. Don't bully your mother, bully your no. dad or your brother but not your mother. She's the one putting it together, typically, <laughs> in the household. So I don't do Yeah. Um, here's a... This is a pretty good one. We beat each other's asses. Our favorite <laughs> Christmas tradition is wrapping paper tube sword fights on Christmas Eve. I would do that sometimes. Yeah. Paper tube sword fights, or you blow into it, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that's not too uh, weird. Um There was another one here on the BuzzFeed one that was uh, interesting to say the least. It's a. Uh, where is it? Oh, I like this one. It's not really like uh, that weird. Make them hunt for their gifts. After eating dinner on Christmas Eve, we would find envelopes that Santa had left in our mailbox. One for each person containing scraps of paper saying where in the house our presents have been hidden. So like a. Um, scavenger hunt for your gifts uh, i found one here um fun i think this is super wholesome i like this one uh it says uh my dad every year wholesome's we brought, good too yeah we, we bought two <laughs> christmas trees one that was perfect that went in the living room the other one had to be the ugliest tree we could find Sometimes driving from lot to lot looking. Everyone would always offer that tree for free, but he always insisted on paying for it. At least $5, he'd say everything has a value. We'd put, up, we'd put it up on the back porch and decorate it just as beautifully as the living room tree. He used to say, nice. how, would you, how would you feel if you were the only tree no one wanted to take home? 
Well, yeah, that isn't that's, that, super that's like the story in Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's they super get the wholesome. little, yeah, the little love, wimpy little tree. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, we talked about it, um, but I think I'm kind of out. I, I don't want to bore this episode anymore. I know we just got back on. Yeah, but unless you have anything really great, not um, not not really anything else here. Uh, because I don't want to get into anything uh, that could be... Con- Wait, here. okay. <laughs> here's one from Reddit. Uh, well, and here's one that uh, I do. Watch the best Christmas movie ever made, Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> but here's another one. Always got to watch Die Hard. Nearly, nearly every year, my dad will hide a present for my sister, brother, and me inside the tree. One year it was calendars, one year it was gift certificates for grocery stores. But the point is that on the wrapping, he'll write a different from. My calendar came from Osama bin Laden. Oh, jeez. My gift certificates came from Barack Obama. Then, then dad really throws us off course when he'll skip a year. And all three of us will throw suspicious glances at dad. Then at the tree. <laughs> That's uh, good. I like that one. One other one I saw that uh that one here, this person says oh, yeah, that the, their, uh, their family okay. every Christmas go went used to go to the airport to watch the planes take off and uh and land. Why would you want to go out of your way to go to an airport unless it's a nice one? This is this is saying when you don't have to fly. Now now I, from the context here, it says it starts with if you can imagine this being possible, which tells me that maybe this is an older person and this was pre 9-11. Oh yeah, because you couldn't um enter any of the um you can't enter any of the terminals unless you go through TSA and you're actually flying. Yeah. Um and they and then they also continue and pass. say and then they say, I think my parents just needed a break from the house. And everything else was closed. Uh, so so kind of makes actually so a little bit of sense. Airport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, here's a pretty good one. Throwing. This is from the Atlantic uh, article I was reading. Uh, throwing pop away. When I was <laughs> little, 15 to 30 family members would gather at my grandparents' house on Christmas Day. Everyone got presents from at least at least one person in each of the families. My mom is one out of five, and sometimes even more. Um, this produced a lot of torn wrapping paper, ribbons, etc. And um, all this went to a giant trash can, but it would still be overflowing. <laughs> so my grandpa would always climb into the trash can to push everything down so the rest of it could fit. Yeah, I would do that, like with leaves and stuff. You know, you jump in, push it down. Yeah. Then we would drape ribbons and sick bows on him while he was in there. We called it throwing pop away. Even when he got <laughs> older and sick from cancer. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh. We still filled a smaller cardboard box with some of the wrapping paper and he would climb in. Now that oh. he's gone, several family members have kept the tradition going. Wow. Oh, that's, 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 that's funny and wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I anyways, I mean, I, I'm kind of out of the funny ones. We we could talk well, I mean, about there's still more to be all found. sorts of Christmas I mean, traditions. But like we said at the beginning of the episode, we don't want to step on any like. Yeah, I feel like the beliefs. longer we talk, we're 
we're going to end up you know? like going on an article that talks about uh, traditions of different countries from different cultures. And although, like, one, wanna... although the one I do want to mention that I think okay, what's is one you want to mention? Very actually kind of fun um is in japan they okay. eat, uh kfc on christmas oh, day yeah. and from what i understand it was because of a marketing thing back in the 60s or se- like in the 70s or whatever um yeah but it's it's they do it because the, that's they they there's this thing of like that's what americans do on christmas they eat kfc which honestly you know fair enough <laughs> oh i have yeah um, i mean, I, I mean on christmas so i want to do it honestly that sounds like a <laughs> decent like way to spend christmas i i don't eat kfc very often i don't think it's great but it is like a weird like every once in a while i treat myself to a little kfc you know well and, and christmas would be this a is a whole other <laughs> this is a whole other episode topic but what other countries think of what american food is or yeah. like american culture and yeah, Japan with the KFC and the, yeah, uh, we, it, it's just funny. Like they latch, you know, latching onto one of the things, you know, yeah. that uh, is found here in America. Go, Here's go a listen, good, go listen a to, one. go, if you're listening now, go listen to our fast food ranking episode. Oh yeah. I completely yeah, forgot we did KFC. that. And I remember <laughs> I, I, I pissed off somebody. Oh, we really? pissed someone off. He Ooh. commented, this guy that works at Chick-fil-A, oh. because we put Chick-fil-A at F because of uh, For the owners, the very homosexual, and it's an openly, I mean, not homo, sorry, whoa. anti almost anti they're homophobic. They're homophobic. Homophobic. Sorry, I'm getting tired. I have, I have the flu. So give me, <laughs> but yeah, very, but anyways, he was like, actually, that's not true. And actually uh, at my job, we're very accepting. And I was like, I wasn't criticizing individual licensed restaurants. I was criticizing the head the, of the company, the company, like the, the, yeah, the company. Yeah. yeah. I'm not making, and yeah, he got, re- he was like, why is it an F? And I was like, oh, because, and yeah, he just, <laughs> it was kind of funny, but um, <laughs> that's pretty good. But here, uh, here's the, here's the last one before I, because I'm feeling the flu again. <laughs> to be oh. quite honest, my medicine's wearing off. Yeah. Uh, but here, here's the last one to end on. It's pretty fun. It's got a okay. nice little twist at the end. This is from Tigris fourteen twenty seven nine years ago. So my uncle received the prepackaged and extremely unappetizing fruitcake as a Christmas present when he was about seventeen. As a joke, he wrapped it up and gave it to my grandmother, his mother, on Christmas Day. (laughs) The next year, my uncle opened his final Christmas present for my grandmother. It was the fruitcake, still (laughs) uneaten and still unwrapped. A legacy began. Every Christmas, the current bearer of the fruitcake gave it to the other in increasingly ludicrous ways. One year, my grandmother asked my uncle to pour the orange juice on Christmas morning. Inside the carton was the fruitcake. <laughs> Another year, an anonymous gift of gourmet jello arrived on my uncle's door. Suspended within it was the fruitcake. <laughs> the next year, my uncle baked the fruitcake into a loaf of bread. While my grandmother was cutting the bread, 
she cut the end off of the fruitcake. She nailed it back onto the, wow. She nailed it back on with a roofing nail. <laughs> um, often third parties are co- coerced into assisting with the delivery. When my mother married my father, her initiation process as the new daughter-in-law was the present my grandmother on, to present my grandmother of Christmas with the fruitcake. <laughs> my grand, my grandmother retired from the school board one Christmas and her confused supervisor's parting gift to her was the fruitcake. <laughs> and the way they're writing this, it's literally the same fruitcake. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Every is it like, <laughs> at least that's what it seems. Not just a fruitcake, um, the same one, no, the fruitcake. It's the fruitcake. Um, Next, oh, geez. Um, the fruitcake, the fruitcake, arrives in decorative reefs. It is found in a daughter's dollhouse. It is lowered from the ceiling with twine during Christmas dinner. The fruitcake is 36 years old this Christmas, and this is nine years ago, so if they're still doing this. Holy shit. 40... Yeah, it's like a 45-year uh, yeah. old Christmas. Uh, fruitcake um and this guy comedy said holy fucking shit this is awesome uh (laughs) the part about lowering it from the ceiling reminds me of a non-christmas family anecdote my brother when he was about 30 at the time kept telling my mother that he felt a ghostly presence in the house he did this with increasing intensity for several weeks my mother being extremely gullible grew more and more anxious about this Finally, after about a month of building suspense, my brother runs into the kitchen. We, we notice the lights are flashing on and off and my mom starts screaming. Obviously, he was just flicking the lights on and off, but my <laughs> mother was too scared to notice. Then my brother shouts, holy God, the ghost is here. It's here. I see a full apparition. And as my mom and I run to the kitchen, we see a can of cheese whiz suspended above the kitchen table by fishing line. I have... Li- <laughs> I, I have literally never heard anyone scream that loud ever can of cheese whiz the ghost cheese whiz but yeah the, love it. the ghost love cheese it. whiz but yeah the fruitcake one i love i mean they've been doing that forever and that's I, oh, that's a good imagine how that's nasty a good it is. A family tradition there yeah i like that that's one. a really good one. Oh god you know uh but anyways um if you want to participate in this podcast a little bit, uh, let us know. And I'll ask whenever I share the episode and everything, what is a unique Christmas tradition your family has? Or Yeah, we want to know. Or an antidote or something that you know from a friend or, you know, uh, let us know about your crazy christmas traditions or it's otherwise holiday yeah. traditions or if you just have any kind of tradition uh, <laughs> let us know uh because uh, it's uh, it's it's fun <laughs> yeah. anyways i i'm about pooped yeah it's uh <laughs> for uh this episode yeah so, we <laughs> well, will see you next week we'll finish yeah, it oh yeah. you have something no yeah. no no Let's say we're finished. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> and um the uh should we give a hint? Uh leave no. it to their imagination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
it is your wildest dreams yeah yeah okay we're doing another dreams episode wow crazy wow wow it's been a while (laughs) anyways nah all right you'll see (laughs) this is not a test i repeat this is not a test the odd drunk podcast recommends you follow their instagram and join their facebook group for more fun content to visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now. <laughs>